Fear not what might not be, but focus on what could be. Own your destiny. Command your future. Know why you are meant to succeed. Welcome back to The Why Behind You. Once again, I want to thank you all for tuning in wherever you're listening. And wanted to follow up in the second episode of this series. In the first episode, if you remember, we discussed the motivation behind why we do what we do. And there are some very interesting things. You have to put the one foot in front of the other in order to get started. You can never move forward if you don't take the first step. But now we want to talk about you found your motivation. How do we focus? And where does that focus begin? And when you think about focus, you think about what does it mean to focus? You know, it begins with the mindset. Mindset is everything. And when I think about the ability to have clarity, the ability to be focused on the agenda of the task at hand, there are a lot of distractions that may impact us on a day-to-day basis, but your mindset is everything. If you allow psychological constraints from your current situation to starve the growth and development of your future self, then you'll never evolve. And we have to think about things from a standpoint of there will always be distractions. There will always be one additional thing that needs to be done. But how do we stay focused? We can never allow our minds to become the governor on the physical abilities that we have, the things that are in store, the what if factor. We always ask ourselves, what if I do this? And what if this happens? And sometimes that hinders us. That helps us back. But if you, I will ask you to indulge me a little bit in, in the thought process behind mindset as a focal point for now. No pun intended, focus. Mindset determines your attitude. You can have a positive mindset or positive outlook on things, and that sets the tone for everything else to follow. But It's like an algorithm. It's like a thought process of mindset determines your attitude, but your attitude is going to set the tone for your journey. One of my favorite quotes by Charles Swindle, and this is a quote that I model my life behind. I I model my every action behind is that life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you react. It's very interesting that you could have two people that experience a very similar or the same situation, but their mindset, their attitude, how they process it is totally different. One person takes a more positive approach. What could I have learned from this? Why did it happen? And how can I move forward to make sure it doesn't happen again? They have a much better outcome, a much better uh, result. But the other person may sit and it's woe is me. I can never get ahead. I can never gain any favor. I don't understand why this always happens to me. And the mentality sinks in. It doesn't matter what I do. It's never going to end up being how I want it to be. And that person has a totally different outcome, totally different result. 
But the key is mindset is the trigger. Mindset is always the trigger, which ultimately results in the attitude that you take and the attitude that you exemplify, which also positively or negatively impacts your ability to move forward from that step. So taking it back to the key topic at hand, focus. So what is focus? If you look up the definition of it, it's the ability for you to adapt to a prevailing level of light and to see clarity, all right, to see clearly. Simply put, focus equals clarity. Focus is clarity. When you have a clarity of mind, you have a clarity of thought, you have a clarity of perspective, then the ability to focus on what you need to accomplish, to focus on what you need to do, is always moving in a positive and a progressive way. So you ask yourself sometimes, and it's interesting, why do we lose focus? Why are we so often thrown off from what we're trying to accomplish? Well, as always, I like to dig in and like to do a little research and think about things and, and add my own perspective to it. But why do we lose focus? In this day and age, as we talked about in our last segment, of it is a very flat world. You can get to anything within one to two clicks on your phone, on the computer, on the Internet, and we're in a very fast-paced society. But then you also think about how often those things are distracting to you. I look at my iPhone, and I, I love being able to see now how much screen time I spend on certain things. And it's, it's mind-boggling. It's, it's, it's eye-opening how much time in a day that I waste on doing things that are very insignificant, that are not important, they're not urgent. So your mind gets distracted. You're noticing other things that might need attention or might not, but you think they need attention. Emails, phones, uh, phone calls, text messages, the big one, social media, right? And, you know, it's interesting when you look at how much, for example, social media has consumed our everyday process, everything that we do, you know, and looking at some of the interesting statistics, and this blew my mind, but I, I fall right into it as well, and I'm sure you do as well. But you look at social media, 68% of Americans say that they use Facebook. Two-thirds of them visit the site daily, and more than half of them say in research or in questions and when they've been surveyed that they visit the social media site multiple times a day. But I would question how often is it multiple times per hour? I mean, how often are we in the middle of doing something and just, hey, let me see what's posted. Let's see what's new, what's latest, what's the greatest, which these are all distractions. These are things that do not add any value, add any perspective. They don't add, add any input or positive or, or beneficial input into anything that we do. So you look at, which I'm victim of as well, the uh, multitasking. I multitask on a million different things all at once. And I find at the end of an hour, end of a, a, of a half a day or whatever it may be, that I may have started out with one particular topic or one particular project. And then when it's all finished and time has elapsed, I really hadn't made a lot of progress or as much as I really felt I wanted to or needed to. So why, why do we allow these distractions in? Is it just a shortening of the mind? 
it is very short yard. We think that some things are, hey, they popped up. They're important. They're urgent. I need to take care of this right now, which I'm that type of person as well with some things. But as I began to take a step back and I began to look at how productive am I, I have a lot of things that are going on in my day-to-day, in my schedule, personally, professionally. And I have to find out the best ways to be more efficient. So when it comes to focus and the ability to focus and be more efficient, to be more effective in anything and everything that you're doing, you have to find out what are you passionate about, okay? What is it that is most important to you accomplishing the things that you need to accomplish right then and there? What's important to you? And it's not going to always work out this way, but what do you love doing? What do you enjoy? Because when you think about everything that we have to do, our, all of our daily jobs, all the things that we are responsible for, we have to be responsible. We're adults, right? But what is it that you enjoy doing? Because those things are things that you will put the time in, you'll put the energy, and you will put the focus into. You know, there was a, a, a Stanford study in 2009 that showed that heavy multitaskers have a difficult time ignoring irrelevant cues. I am one to sit here and say that I agree with that 1,000%. You start on, as I just mentioned, you start on one thing, and then all of a sudden another to-do item uh, pops up, and then another to-do list item pops up, and then all of a sudden now you're derailed. Now you're not focused on anything that you originally planned on focusing on. That task that could have taken you 20 minutes or 15 minutes, now it's taking you an hour. When you look at the amount of time that you've wasted in between and you look at the amount of, of, of inefficiency from an execution standpoint that you've, you've employed. So how can we cut these things out? Well, we have to put focus, our energy and our effort and our time into understanding what are the distractions, understanding how we can alleviate those distractions, and understanding what's urgent, what's important. And I keep saying urgent and important because it's leading up to uh, a very important topic or concept that I think that we can all use in every aspect of our lives, whether it's personally or professionally. So I take it back to the question, what is important to you? If it's your daily job, and a task on your job of meeting a deadline, and it has to be done in a timely fashion, then that's important. Is it urgent? Maybe, maybe not, depending on when the project is due. depends on the level of urgency there. But we have to be able to alleviate or, at minimum, minimize those distractions that are taking us away from what we do. When we focus on urgent activities and our important task more so than we focus on just the to-do list check list items then our productivity continues to improve now how many of us are are able to i do to-do list i do to-do task non-stop and then I'll also, from a personal uh, or professional perspective, I'll have a ton of items that will just magically, hey, this is due by tomorrow. So it pushes things down the list. But I will say, as we begin to focus and we begin to 
to address where we are in that process. We have a plan in place. We have a timeline set. We have stretch goals. We have a lot of different things to keep us in line as we move forward, as we continue to sit and focus on those things, because that takes effort. And I keep saying focus. You have to focus in order to be able to focus. I know it sounds crazy, but you have to focus in order to be able to focus. You have to focus on what are distractions, what will derail you or minimize your efficiency and your productivity and your level of impact. You have to focus on what those things are on a consistent basis because that's an ever-changing process. And as you begin to create the habit, you begin to create the, the mindset and understand that these are, this is an ever evolving door of processes, then you understand, okay, this is a moving target. So in my research, I was looking up some stuff that uh, Stephen Covey in his book of seven habits of highly effective people referred to the Eisenhower matrix, or also could be known as an urgent impact matrix, which you don't have to use this specific tool but something very similar to it. You may even be a grab a sheet of paper and draw a grid on it and write down what's important, what's not important, what's urgent, what's not important, however it works for you, but just it's the concept that's most important. But it's a great tool to prioritize your task visually on the scale of urgency and importance. Bottom line is assess each task and ask yourself two very simple questions. One, is the task important? And two, is it urgent? When you look at this scale, it breaks it into four quadrants. Urgent and important, which is quadrant number one. These are things of necessity. Is it a crisis? Are there projects that are due for certain meetings? Is there a last minute demand or deadlines that have to be met? As I just mentioned earlier, when I sit and I am in the middle of working on something and I have an immediate report that comes up, an immediate request for a report, or some document that needs to be you know, reviewed and resubmitted. Those are all things that are due right now. Okay, so I would say that that would fall in quadrant one. Quadrant two is quadrant, quadrant of quality. Strategic planning, if you're working towards certain goals, personal care, relationship building, things that are not of an immediate necessity, but they are important towards a long-term plan or long-term strategy. Those are all very important as well. However, they're not of immediate need, not of urgent need, okay? So that's something that you could possibly push down the ladder just a little bit, okay? So you have a meeting coming up in two months that you have to do some work and some planning on. That's not an urgent necessity of now type of situation. So then you move forward to the less important, less urgent areas or some combination of the, of, of the two. Quadrant three, it's urgent, but it's not important. And this is where you start getting into the deception of the importance and the urgency into thinking or feeling that it's important, but it's really not or thinking or feeling it's urgent, but it's really not. So constant interruptions such as phone calls that are coming in, emails that are constantly popping up. You're trying to keep your inbox clean as possible and something pops up and you take two seconds away to go and read that email. These are all distractions. But was it important? Maybe, maybe not. More times than often not. Was it urgent? Absolutely not. So that can wait. 
if you have certain reports that are due, unless there's something that's due tomorrow or certain meetings or other people are very demanding on you or if there's just busy work that you have that you know you need to get it done. But once again, is it urgent or is it important? We can take this concept once again. I will hammer this and repeat this over and over because I am a victim of this as well. We can take this concept in every aspect of our lives, personally and professionally. And the last quadrant or the last section, which there's not one person that I feel cannot say that they are victims of using this or falling into this or being distracted by this section, but it's not urgent. It's not important. Browsing the internet or the web, social media, watching TV in the middle of trying to get a report or get work done. Any activity that allows you or causes you to procrastinate. These are all things that negatively affect our ability to be productive, our ability to be progressive, our ability to focus. And when we're able to assess what these, the, those things are, and we're able to alleviate or minimize those things, once again, that's where we are not putting in more work or putting in more time or exerting more energy. We're just being more efficient. And you'll be surprised at how much more productive you can be in accomplishing the goals that you want to accomplish. Focus requires clarity. You can't have clarity if you don't assess the things that are important and the things that are not important, the things that are urgent and the things that are not urgent. You can't have clarity of mind, clarity of anything in, in turn will not be able to have laser focus if you don't have the clarity. So focus requires clarity, but focus also demands discipline. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be something that you just flip a switch and it's done. I've got it. I can do this. No hard work, no, no energy, no time, no effort needed. No, you're going to be, have to be disciplined every step of the way. When there's a lack of clarity on the things in your life that are of most importance and a lack of clarity on how to prioritize what takes precedence based on the urgency of that matter, I'm here to tell you, it's going to be very, very impossible to display any level of discipline. And you also won't be able to be efficient or very expedient or productive in executing the important tasks that you need to succeed. And that's what this is all about. How do you position yourself to succeed in any aspect of life, any aspect of your job, anything that you're looking to try to accomplish and do. It's not rocket science when you take a look at people that are very successful versus some people that a lot of people that are not successful. There are very small steps and calculated steps that separate the good from the great. You have to take the time, the effort and the energy to really dissect and understand what are your distractions? What are things that cause you to minimize your focus? You know, I love this quote by Martin Luther King Jr. It said, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. 
And I'm here to say it. It's not revolutionary thought. You can't continue to move forward. You can't continue to progress. You can't continue to succeed if you lose focus on what's important and if you lose focus on what has to be done, what sacrifices have to be made, what sacrifices you need to make in order to eliminate distractions that are going to cause you to lose focus. Because the end game and at the end of the day, it's about your success, your growth, and understanding how to get there. And you need to alleviate anything that causes you to not do that. So final thoughts. Address your mindset and your attitude. Because that is, the, that is what sets the tone for the direction that your journey is going to go. Mindset is everything. It may be very small in nature from a conversation standpoint, but it's huge in nature from the impact it has on your ability to, be, to progress. Number two, prioritize what's important. Prioritize what's urgent. And be very, very clear and very honest with yourself in what those things are. Because we can always take a look at something to say it's important or it's a task that I have to do, but do you really have to do it right now? And is it really that important or that urgent? And the last thing, anyone and everyone that's ever been successful at anything in life, it takes discipline, discipline, discipline. Be very disciplined in your approach. Be very disciplined in your assessment of yourself. Be very disciplined in your execution of your plan. You have those three things at play. You add on the factor of you have clarity of what's important and what's not important. And you add on the fact of being very disciplined day in and day out and accomplishing the task at hand then you will succeed. There is no doubt you will be successful. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of The Why Behind You, episode two, focusing on focus and your ability to eliminate distractions, your ability to focus and have clarity and be disciplined in how you approach every aspect of your day. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of The Why Behind You. I hope you were able to gain additional insight and perspective from this week's discussion. If you felt the topic was a benefit to you, please hit subscribe to this podcast and share this message with others that may benefit as well. Please feel free to email me your comments and suggestions to you at thewhybehindyou.org. And you can also follow me on Facebook and Twitter at The Why Behind You. I hope you have a great rest of your day and a great rest of your week. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Why Behind You.